When a man inadvertently kills Santa on Christmas Eve, he finds himself magically recruited to take his place. Hi, my name is Andre. I'm Michelle. I'm Emily. And I'm Luis. And we're the Walt Vault Podcast, our podcast about Disney movies. Hello and welcome to The Walt Vault, episode 8. This week, we're going to be talking about The Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. The Sandy Claus. No. The Santa Claus. It's a different different clause. Um, So yeah, we're talking about The Santa Claus this week. Uh, But first, I want to just go through and talk about some stuff. Uh, that happened last week. So last week we talked about um, Atlantis. Uh, we got a comment on the website, uh, so I'm going to read that comment now because uh, it's exciting. People don't normally yeah, comment on the website. On we have we guys. have people commenting on the Instagram all the time, but uh, and thank you for that, listeners. But uh, there's a website comment. So this website comment is from Mary. Uh, she's talking about Atlantis, she said, I remember watching this movie as a kid and loving it ever since. Shout out to Kida, one of the best Disney princesses slash queens. Really enjoyed Vinny's humor and his corsage origin story. You know what? You're right, Mary. Kida is one of the best Disney princesses. I agree. I agree. That's right. Um, uh. <laughs> Nobody asked you, Louise. <laughs> Louise. <laughs> Emily's holding a baby uh. and she's coming over. Uh. Thank you for my entrance. <laughs> I feel like when she, when Mary wrote that, it was like slash queens, not just like slash right. queen. It was like queen, queen. boom. So yes, you know, queen. it's real queen, Louise. <sighs> Ew, oh, no, nobody whatever. asked him. That's why we don't. I, know. I mean, let's keep it real. Cool. Um, she came second behind Pocahontas, and yet she's trying to imitate her dance floor move. Her, her you know what? You pinks. voted for her Kita in that walk. battle, so I don't want to hear it. You did. You said in the battle that Keita won the battle last week. Of Keita we versus had our Pocahontas. first sweep. He's looking but at it, us like he forgot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I remember now. It was not a uh, battle of best queen. Oh, that's it was right. A Pocahontas battle, is not a queen. It was a battle of who was more athletic. Oh, that's true. Anyway. So, boom. Anyway, thank you, Mary, for your comment uh, on the <laughs> website. If you guys want to comment on uh, this week's episode or any past episode, I'll, I'll look at those, too. We'll read them out. Uh, go to thewaltvaultpod.com. Um, so this week, we're talking about the Santa Claus because you, our fans, voted for it. Yeah, you voted for Andre's movie. That's right. Ooh, to the victor goes the spoils. That's <laughs> me, baby. Andre wins. What do I win? Nothing. Oh, well, I won getting actually, to talk about this movie. So yeah, he won the movie, I which did. actually I don't think any of us are upset about because in watching, huh, it really was good. Yeah. Um, but we do want to give some shout outs to all of our lovely listeners who voted for this movie. That's right. We have Kyla Bryant, Elise Payan, Courtney Marquez, Ronak G., Kelsey Poschel and Liz Rodriguez. Thank you guys so much for voting yes. and commenting and telling us your thoughts. We really enjoyed reading why you like this Thank movie. Thank you. And y- also your text messages that may not have been <laughs> podcast <laughs> appropriate. Who was texting you? Oh, that's right. I remember. I, I got. I hey, got you guys just wish you were in on these text messages. I'm just saying. <laughs> 
It's okay. Uh, we read them. Yeah. <laughs> and and thank you for everyone who voted for the other uh, lesser, not as yeah. important movies. All two or three people who <laughs> voted for I'll Be Home for Christmas, you the real. Yeah, thanks, Michelle's family. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> thanks, thanks, sister. <laughs> Shout out to my other sister who betrayed me and, and voted for the Muppets. Right. Thanks, Kylie. Uh, well, well, this is the point where I'd be thanking you guys, too, if I was allowed a vote. Well, your movie was McFarland, USA, so we didn't really. What the? Come on. They came you know out at Christmas you just, time. You just made <laughs> Addie cry a little bit because she didn't want to watch McFarland, USA. Oh, no. She'll watch it. Okay. <laughs> she uh, will watch all of it. He's definitely going to make her watch it. and uh, One day. Yeah. We'll see if she enjoys it or not. Oh, yeah. we'll get Addie's review on the podcast. No, oh my seriously. gosh, if we're still doing McFarland this podcast USA. by then, <laughs> we, we honestly could be. There's so many movies. Yeah, there's a lot There's a lot of stuff. But today, we're talking about the one, the only, the 1994 live-action classic, The Santa Claus. Can I say my first impression? Uh, yeah, if you want to. I have two first impressions. One is that I'm stupid because I didn't realize that the E at the end of Claus was like... Because on the on the business card there's a clause, yeah, and it's the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. The because when we were, I write down notes when I take the movie, and I was like, "Does Claus have an E at the end or no E?" And you were like, "Yeah, it has an E." And I think I have always been spelling Santa Claus with the E at the end. Oh, really? Because, because of, of this movie? movie? But like, oh, actual amazing. Santa Claus doesn't have an E at the end. So I'm an idiot. First of all, <laughs> second impression <laughs> is that if I could turn into Santa Claus and be craving. Milk and cookies all the time, and that's all I wanted to eat, and was just super happy and jolly, and that was my diet. I'm all about it because the doctor said, the doctor said he was perfectly healthy, even though he was eating cookies and drinking milk and having hot fudge sundae with extra fudge on the side. So I need to be Santa Claus. I mean, okay, yes. always snacking. He <laughs> <laughs> hashtag always <laughs> snacking. Yeah, I, I, yes. Yeah. So in the movie, uh, once he becomes Santa, he 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 does. Have these cravings for for sweets and, and milk and that's me already and stuff like that and he's living his best life because of it but he's best also life. getting super duper chubby that's fine right I'll so take it. I'll be Mrs Claus so Does you she could get chubby you could just be living that life right now without you don't have to be Santa yeah but I'm I'm trying to lose some but weight. you know what there's not gonna be any healthy side to it when you have you know type 1 through 2 diabetes. That's that's because true. Of all the Do the elves eat the same way? Because they're having hot cocoa a lot and they're not fat. Well, they're making hot cocoa a lot. But well, the they elves they? happen to look like they've been 7 for 2,000 years. Right. That's true. So, they I got mean, real true. good metabolism. They got other issues that they need to deal with. <laughs> Just saying, my first impression is how do I get this job? Sounds great. Of Santa. Yeah. You know exactly how to get that job and uh, that is to kill the previous Santa. Which is so, okay. crazy. <laughs> that's the problem. Did the Santa the really die? Do so many Santas get murdered that there had to be a clause? That's this what I'm asking. is exactly yeah, what I was what asking. Andre and I were talking about, like, because that Santa just disappeared. Like, he was one with the force. He was like, <laughs> force go Santa, right. just disappeared. His, just his clothes were left. Um, so did he die or did he just go back to his previous life? Nah, Does Santa not age? I'm no, real confused. I think they probably, he dies. But I think he. Why did he die? He fell off the roof and then he waved. He waved to him, so he wasn't dead. He just poofed away. Well, he perished. Well, mm. did they specifically say he died in the show? Santa Claus died. I think I think so because in the description that you read, uh, it said uh, Santa has to, or a, a person has to kill the previous Santa 
uh, when a man inadvertently kills Santa on Christmas Eve, he finds himself magically recruited to take his place. I'm surprised that that's like a Disney theme. Like, right. oh yeah, let's just kill off the Santa. Whose idea with this? Well, my favorite, like, I know this is a favorite part, but it also has to do with first impressions, even though it was the end of the movie, is that the kid... Charlie, 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 Charlie's like, oh, well, I'm going into the family business. Oh, yeah. Right. You're going to like push your dad yeah. off the roof. Patricide. <laughs> I'm going to become the new Santa. Santa side. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. I mean, that's how you do it. Apparently push him off. Give him Santa side. <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's like a it's like a lion's pride where, you know, you're like the young you know, male cub coming up, and then you gotta kill your dad and right. take over the you know yeah, pride and everything. Become the alpha elf. The alpha. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, but you know, I do want to say that Addie's first impression of this movie is she wants to drink milk and cookies all day long. Too. Oh. Because, you know, she already does half of that. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> <Just> always <laughs> snacking. <laughs> she, she knows what's up, just like Auntie Shell. Hashtag always snacking. For real. <laughs> what are your oh, first impressions, Andre? Oh, um, so I okay, so when we were picking the movies to be voted on, uh, I chose this one because mainly because it was the one that I remembered the most out of uh the Muppets and Did you, like, I'll be home for Christmas. Well, yeah, I I I was kind of blasé about it. I was just yeah, I'll I'll choose the Santa Claus because I watched okay. that one and I enjoyed it uh, when I was a kid or whatever. But I wasn't really expecting to like super enjoy it uh, when I watched it this time. But I was very pleasantly surprised by this movie. It, it had a lot of laughs and uh, fun stuff going on in it. Yeah, it definitely did. There was a. Uh once again, a lot of little good one-liners in there. I love one-liners. What did you think about it, Luis? First impressions? I really liked it, um, and it was it was kind of. I'll describe it the same way you do, Andre. It it was very. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised at the fact that I did enjoy it as well. I wasn't very skeptical per se, but I was mm-hmm. just kind of going into this movie. Like, eh, we'll see what happens. Right. You know, but I there was, I was very, very pleasantly uh, surprised at how much I liked it. And it, what was funny about the reason that I like it the most is that it was simple. Simple little kind of uh, right. scenes and everything that weren't too extravagant, but they weren't like, you know, cheesy enough to be corny. But yeah. it still was like, you know. One of the scenes is when they're in Denny's after <laughs> oh you my know, the turkey fiasco. And oh I'm kind of yeah. thinking to myself, oh, so dang, funny. it's the, the single divorce man's club here. It I was thought the exact all same the thing. single dads. <laughs> it was single dad Denny's. All the single, single dads. All, all the single, single dads. dads. Yeah. All the single dads. That song's dads. in a minor Burnt turkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like how he just looks at the other day. He's like, burnt turkey. And the guy's like, yeah. <laughs> there was one dad who had like a, a, a bandage on his hand because he had burnt the turkey so bad. Gosh, I feel bad for all those dads. I'm like, right? oh man. But that was hilarious. I really liked. <laughs> like, that. I'm not a father. I don't have any children, but I think I could at least make one turkey without destroying it. Oh, I know? would burn the turkey, but I'm not going to Denny's. <laughs> I'm not going to Denny's. In Where shame. else are you going? Denny's is the only place open on Christmas. No, we're eating. You know, loaves of bread if we have to, but we ain't going nowhere. And Denny's loaves is the only place open bread. on Christmas. We can go to a uh, Chinese food place. Those places are usually open on Christmas. Mm. Yeah. Eh, we'll see. Right. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I liked how um, when they were at Denny's, they were like out of everything because that always happens. <laughs> he was at like, Denny's? I want some chocolate milk. She was like, we're out. He was like, oh, regular milk's fine. <laughs> like Charlie. Okay, let's talk about kid Charlie. Charlie's real sassy. 
He's a know-it-all for sure. That's right. He knows a lot. He thinks he knows everything. But is it just because Neil, his annoying stepfather, thinks he knows everything because he's a psychiatrist <laughs> and Charlie's just like getting knowledge from him? Or do you think that's really how Charlie is? I mean, his yeah. Once you 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 kind of hit the nail on the head. His his stepfather is a is a know it all psychologist, and then his real father is a very sarcastic, witty person who isn't necessarily all brains, but he's he's sassy like his son. That's true. Mm-hmm. Neil's just annoying because he's always wearing weird sweaters. He's got a he's got a Cosby sweater thing going on. You know what though? To his credit, if. Uh Tim Allen wasn't pointing it out every scene, you wouldn't have noticed. Yes, I would have. Because that's a 90s thing to that's do. That's true. That that's is a 90s true. thing. You know? But who do you think is a better dad, per se? Like Tim Allen, the Santa Claus, Scott Calvin, or Neil? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I would have still noticed the ugly sweater. I want to back it on up because <laughs> I don't care if it's a 90s thing or not. It was an ugly sweater. So it was perfect for this time of year. And he had multiple of them. Like many ugly sweaters. How fitting, Michelle, you bring another Disney Dads conversation into a podcast. I like Disney Dads. <laughs> Disney Dads. The Disney Dads. <laughs> I want you all to know that Michelle is dancing at the same time she's singing that song. But in my opinion, uh, Scott Calvin is a better dad. Because, oh, and this is why. Okay, so the scene where Santa's now dead and he... And Charlie and they're in, they're dead. in the sleigh, and he's like, "Dad, you never want to do what I want to do. Put on the suit." And he's like, "You want me to put on the suit? Fine." And he puts on the suit, and he's like, "I got the boots, I got the jacket." And then Charlie's just like, "Now you need to deliver the presents." And he's like, "Are you kidding me? Oh, you deliver the presents?" But he just seriously goes along with it because his son is like. Dad, please be Santa. And he's like, fine. Yeah. I'll deliver the presents and do whatever. And he's so nonchalant about it. Like, I feel like if that had happened to me and all of a sudden I was Santa Claus just having to deliver presents, I would be losing it. I'd I be losing a, it. I got a different perspective than you mm-hmm. because I see it completely different. I see it as if his son is, Dad, can you do this? Can And I don't th- see him as trying to be a good dad in doing it. I see him as, all right, well, if it will shut you up, right. then I'll do it. And that's oh, not okay. being a good that's dad. <laughs> you know? That's being a, all right, here, go uh, go watch TV kind yeah, of Yeah, he's being a pushover. But you could tell he feels like, like when Charlie's like, he never want to do what I want to do. And he looks at his son, and he's like, oh, man. And he, like, feels kind of sad. Maybe that one split second. Over the course of this movie, Tim Allen's character, he definitely – uh, character be, development well it's interesting because he like he becomes a better father but he also very much like distances himself from his son he's like i gotta be santa <laughs> so <laughs> you gotta you gotta go hang out with but your he mom never and even like fully believes he's santa even when his beard is like growing on his face and he's getting fat and he's going to the doctor being like why am i getting fat it's because you're santa well yeah he's 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 in, he's denial. in denial well i mean i uh, part of the whole uh, eleven months to get his, uh, you know, affairs in line or whatever, in you order. know, a head elf told him uh, was Bernard. the fact that he was going to go through that metamorphosis of mm-hmm. him accepting who he That's was true. going to become. Yeah, I think one of my favorite, like you're speaking about how he be- metamorphosized into Santa. One of my favorite scenes when he like first becomes Santa is when he's in the. What do you call it? Like not a board meeting, but when they're gonna do a presentation about a new right, toy at his company, at his company, because he works for a toy company, and the guy like takes the pic the 
the um, fabric off the painting, and it's like Santa riding a tank, and he's like, "What? Like, <laughs> no!" He's and so he's indignant like, about. He's like, "Why don't the elves have?" gold flecks on their cheeks and they're happy and oh i was dying laughing that <laughs> scene is hilarious to me and that's also the because same he scene orders where he's a million cookies where he's ordering a million cookies he's like here have these cookies <laughs> and he's eating the hot fudge with extra hot fudge on the side uh. he's living a good life <laughs> i was tripping out at the <laughs> fact that they're ordering lunch in the middle of a meeting like what the heck is that uh, were they at a re- they weren't I at mean, a restaurant no they're they're at a high level uh company they where got, they got room that? service at their company exactly where they just order out for lunch they get the assistants to go and get them all lunch I, i'm an assistant at, at, at my current job and i'm not forced to go get lunch but if i'm ever like hey i'm going out you guys want anything for lunch then people will you know they'll take the orders and i'll i'll, I'll go get it well so you kind of dig yourself a hole there I yeah mean, yeah it's I'd not just be like all right i'm going out for lunch right peace. <laughs> goodbye but uh, yeah, yeah uh, uh, that happens. That was a weird. That no, no, I mean, I get it. That's if the goal. A, but like, it literally s- they had a waiter and a menu. Like, what the oh, heck? Yeah, I guess that's a bit extra. That's a bit different. If any of our listeners are big wigs and work for a big company, <laughs> let us know if you have your own wait staff. Also, feel free to donate to the Walt Vault and get me a job. No, I'm just kidding. I have a job. Yeah, don't give us a job. <laughs> just, just just give us your cash. Uh, so another okay. So like how I was saying, I like. Um, Tim Allen's character better as a dad. This is the reason that Neil and even the mom kind of annoy me at first. Because the kid, how old is Charlie? Six or seven? He's not very old. Yeah, he's probably around seven, I think. I don't know. But immediately, of course, Neil, with his little psychological, was like, I'm going to tell you why Santa Claus is not real. How do you do that to your kids? And then they're mad at him that he believes in Santa Claus and that he's pretending to be Santa and, like, riding reindeer in his room. That just sounds like a pretty childlike thing to me, to, like, pretend you're Santa. And they're like, what did you do to him? Right. I'm like, let your child believe in Santa. It's fine. Yeah, they seem like they were over-exaggerating about Charlie's obsessiveness with, with Christmas. Before Scott Calvin started looking like Santa. Well, I think that that... I literally wrote down my notes, social implications of becoming Santa Claus, <laughs> because there are so many things that like societally are wrong with him becoming Santa. Right. Sure. So like his job starts hating, like everyone at his job is so PO'd right. that he's like fat and sassy now, which <laughs> honestly, let's be real. Like he you was can be living. overweight right. and be an executive. Being, in the being like, Santa, <laughs> despite what you think is, is not great for selling toys. It's right. good for giving out toys, oh, but not yeah. for selling but Here's another one. Kids sitting on his lap in yeah, the, park. the park. Oh, at the soccer game. Yeah. I that, was, that's why that I said it started getting weird rough. then. I started but getting a little bit of like, mm, like if my yeah. kids just leave the park. Some <laughs> yeah, where were all those kids' out. parents? Like, come on. <laughs> they they were lined, lined up. There were like 11 kids <laughs> trying to sit on his lap. Oh, their parents. I won't lie, though. That little girl was heck of funny. How she sits <laughs> just down. kept scooting next to him I and like tapping him on the shoulder. I she want a pony. Well, and I kind of half want to believe, which I don't think she was, but I half want to believe she was the same girl who, like, he delivered a present to on the first year. Oh, And then the yeah. second year he goes oh. back and she's like, he brought soy milk. She she gave she him gave soy him milk because it was lactose And he's like, oh, what is this? <laughs> he's like... <laughs> You were lactose intolerant. I like, like the I, touche, little I, one. I like the juxtaposition of like the first time when he goes in that little girl. He's like, "Go back to sleep. Don't you want these toys?" And she's like, "Ah!" She's like, "Why aren't you fat?" And he was like, "Oh, I don't know." 
<laughs> Santa's not always fat or something like no, that. No, I totally. Where's your beard? <laughs> well, if you recall, if you recall in the first trip, he's forced to do. It. He's like, I don't want to do that toy. But then the last the time that or the following time. He's in his character. He's that accepted it. That, um, juxtaposition is hilarious. As much as like he just became it. Like he didn't have a choice. He was like ho His ho whole personality changed. <laughs> yeah, like I said, all of a sudden he was craving cookies. Sounds good. It's already me. Michelle <laughs> is <laughs> true. This is close. I wonder. It, Louise brings up a good question. Like, I, it makes me wonder if him accepting the role of Santa Claus actually changed his entire personality like i like he he definitely changed but like if a complete jerk had killed santa and then put on his suit and didn't have a kid that he needed to impress or whatever would he have become <laughs> happy and jolly no because i think in the third movie would he have been bad santa I there think was no second or third movie. Well, there was. <laughs> <laughs> Luis is giving Plausible me a look deniability. Like, yes, sweetheart, there is <laughs> no yeah, there movie. Was. I think in the third <laughs> movie, Jack Frost put on the suit mm. and he became Santa Claus. Yeah. And it's about like Tim Allen trying to be Santa Claus again. Oh. Because there was like a different clause. I don't know. Something like that. So no. Santa Claus is. Then he was an evil Santa. So I don't think it necessarily changes your personality. Oh, okay. I think he had maybe just Maybe it like accentuates the heart. Accepted sure. he grinched, the role. He outgrinched, the generosity. Maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Maybe his, his heart, heart just grew yeah, three his, times in size. Yeah, it just grew. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Also not healthy. The doctor should have mentioned that. Or maybe his stomach did the growing that the heart should have done. Right. No, no, no. But going back to that conversation... How could you be Santa Claus and not be jolly? So it doesn't matter if you were the most bitter, you know, rock on the earth. You're going to turn into a pretty nice pebble. You know, you're going to become I don't jolly. Know. <laughs> Didn't know Santa was a pebble. <laughs> he's not just a pebble. He's a pretty nice pebble. Pretty nice pebble. <laughs> well, I mean, pebbles are round and, you know, nice. Not like rocks. Yeah, all rough. Yes. I don't know. Yes. I think I would be a cranky Santa, and like the only thing I would do is have food cravings. I'd be like, "Where's the cook? Cookies? Where's the milk? Where's the hot fudge sundae?" If you but guys I haven't found the running theme, Michelle just Man. really wants the milk and cookies. I don't know how jolly I would be with a bunch of kids sitting on my lap. Oh, well, <laughs> me neither. Yeah, you know, no, you're all wrong. <laughs> jolly, you would ho, be jolly. Ho, ho. Be jolly. Now I, I haven't seen this third one. You know, Nick Frost or John I d- Frost. I don't know. I think it has Frost. But is it, is it like, <laughs> <laughs> guys, whatever, you know, it's terrible. <laughs> Get out of here. Isn't Jack Frost, like, indicative of being traditionally, like, evil? evil? Yeah. So yeah, he, like, brings winter. And, and here's the deal. Ew. It's like, it's like two kind of, uh, it's like two titans going at it. Okay. Titans won't change, but humans might change. You know mm. what I mean? If Dr. Facilier... Uh, oh, oh, for example, <laughs> for example, <laughs> if I happen to, you know, be carrying hot chocolate and I spill it over, you know, uh, Jack Frost and then he melts and I pick up <laughs> his hat, I'm going to become bitter and cold, <laughs> oh too. Oh, my God. Okay, but this is the thing because you, 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 you just contradicted yourself because you said oh. if anybody was to become Santa Claus, they would have to be a jolly old pebble. What if Dr. Facilier put on the suit when he had to be Santa Claus? He'll be taking all those kids' souls. He wouldn't be no jolly, happy pebble. Wait, how the how did I <laughs> contradict myself? I was No, I was talking about Jack Frost. You're yeah, saying, he said, he said but Jack didn't he Frost. say if anybody put on the suit, they would be a jolly, happy pebble? And then right, and Dr. Then he said F would be the, also a jolly, happy pebble. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> I disagree. It's part of the clause. 
that they have to be a in jolly happy <laughs> Yes. I need the I need the mm. full transcript of the of the clause. That is not part of the clause, FYI. The clause is that you assume the role of Santa Claus. It doesn't mean that you have to be jolly. And FYI, there was a lot of fine print in that clause. I don't. Know. I gotta. I gotta look it up. No. 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 Okay. Traditionally. Oh my God! We should give Luis the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he needs this much airtime. Isn't guys. Santa Claus supposed to be jolly? Apparently, to you. <laughs> no, <laughs> really. Yes. I've never so heard sure. this excitable about anything. It's not about being life. excitable. It's about getting your facts straight. You're going to become jolly because he's traditionally jolly. Louise okay? still believes in Santa Claus. If he everyone. was the Grinch <laughs> and the Grinch fell down, then you're going and you take the suit. You're going to steal Christmas, okay? Mm. Because that's how traditionally the Grinch is. If you want to be technical, the Grinch did put on the Santa suit. And, and then, then his heart grew, he and he became jolly. jolly. Listen, you're welcome. Ooh, by Grinch rules, <laughs> you're Listen, welcome. By Linda. Grinch default, Emily <laughs> solved Luis's problem. No, Luis's. This is the issue I have with Luis's argument. No, there was no problem mm-hmm. to be solved from the get-go. You put on the suit, you turn into the man, and you assume the character. But listen, mm. Jack Frost put on the suit, he turned into Santa Claus, and he was not jolly. Again, like I, I told you, Jack Frost and Santa Claus are both from the same category. So okay, what I mean by that is... Why wouldn't Dr. Facilier, when he put on the suit, still be evil? Because Dr. Facilier isn't a timeless, you know, uh, fairy tale that's told across generations. <laughs> Oh actually, he is. He's the voodoo shadow man. He's so the shadow man of death. <laughs> so actually, like he all is. right, listeners, let us know in the comments on this <laughs> yeah. week's episode. This is a heated Who debate. do you agree with? Because we're having some difficulties. So if you put on the suit, would you be jolly? Yeah, this yeah. is my question. Yeah. Of, of the grumpiest of our listeners. Right. If you put on the Grumpy listeners. suit, would you too become jolly? Yeah, please leave a comment on, on the Would you on be jolly, jolly Santa? I'm, I'm going to end this conversation <laughs> with... If you don't become jolly, you don't become Santa Claus. So therefore, the clause. Mm. No, you do have a choice. You have a choice to become jolly. (laughs) Oh, so you have to become jolly to become Santa Claus. Don't go to part of the package deal. Okay, (laughs) it's like a buy one get one free. Okay, (laughs) you buy one murder of Santa Claus. (laughs) You get one. Uh, Jolly Belly. Get on a jail free card. (laughs) I'm moving on. I'm moving on in this conversation. Let's talk about something else. Talking about breaking out of jail. (laughs) I can't stop laughing. (laughs) Santa went to prison even after he put on the suit. And the ELFs, (laughs) the The (laughs) ELFs, they come into jail and they literally kidnap the kid. They break him out. (laughs) They break out Santa Claus. They like. Tie up the police commissioner guy. Mm. Give no, give no craps. And they <laughs> stuffed a donut in his mouth. And also, they have jetpacks. Oh my god, they're super yeah. cool. They have jetpacks and they have uh, like metal melting tinsel that they yeah. wrap around the tinsel. the iron bars. <laughs> you remember that yeah. tinsel? <laughs> They're like little spies. It's awesome. Oh no, they were absolutely fabulous. What Do you did remember what, what, did what the ELF stand yeah, for? I was just gonna ask you, what did it stand for? Uh, I Ex- really wish that I writ- wrote it excavators. down. Excavators. Nope, that's definitely not Loving, it. Loving, definitely from Loving oh. fat. Man. Loving fat um, shish kebabs. <laughs> <laughs> shish kebabs. Shish kebabs. <laughs> what does it stand for? It's probably like the elf uh, liberation. Oh, you didn't write it, it was down. liberation. It was like oh, elf. it was like emergency, emergency liberation. Emergency liberating Santa. For Santa. No, that's not how you spell elf. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Emergency Liberation Force Santa Claus. Force. Oh, force. It was like the like a task force. force. Four squad. squad. All I know is it said no po on their jackets, and I was like, why does it say no po? It's weird, but it's North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they don't like the po. po, po. No po po. <laughs> no po. No po po. That's right. They beat up cops. <laughs> Luis, you made us real excitable. <laughs> <laughs> He's over here blowing steam out of his ears. <laughs> not really. I spent all my energy on that argument. <laughs> Do you not have time for Luis's podcast? Battle. Do you have energy for that? Sure. Luis's <laughs> 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 podcast battle. For this week's battle, mm-hmm. <laughs> what bag has more tricks, Santa's or Mary Poppins? <gasps> oh. Oh. Okay. Let's go um, through can this. Can someone remind me of the tricks of Mary Poppins? So Mary Poppins has a like an endless bag, right? That, that has tons of stuff in it. It's like she a, can like pull whatever she wants out of it. Right. It's got a, a magical extension charm on it. Okay. That's a Harry Potter reference. Um, yeah, Hermione's bag. Just kidding. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like Hermione's bag. Um, what else can it do? Does it does it move along with her, or is that from another movie that I'm thinking? It, it does move along, along with, with her, her. Like it follows her. Right. Santa's bag also has like a never-ending magical extension charm on it where he can endlessly pull gifts out of it. But Santa's bag is cool because it knows which house it's at. And can pull those specific gifts out for those specific kids. Specific children. It flies him in and out of chimneys. And even it, not. I which, wish it chimneys. Which Mary Poppins needs the umbrella to fly. Oh, that's right. So she yeah. needs multiple. She needs multiple tools. Tools. <laughs> but both have TARDIS technology. Makes mm-hmm. him very happy. Yes. Bigger on the inside. Mm. That's right. And This um, is a predicament. Also... I feel like Santa Claus's is cooler because, or Scott Calvin's, I will call mm-hmm. him by his SC. SC. I think that his is cool because it also helps him fit into very un, um, traditional spaces. <laughs> un Santa <Yes>. Claus spaces. <laughs> oh my God! When but he was gonna go down that little vent, you know, in the roof, <laughs> definitely not a chimney. Right. I was like. <laughs> You know, I was actually pretty surprised with the, um, the special effects. The special effects. Yeah. They, I mean, it, I mean, was it great? Not really, no. but it wasn't bad. Right. It was 1994. I didn't expect to see that level of. I expected magic-ry. a lot worse, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is a hard one for me because the Santa Claus's bag only pulls out children. Oh, children's, <laughs> oh, children's toys. Only Not pulls children. out presents for the specific child slash children living in that house but mary poppins can just pull whatever she wants out of a bag she can just be like Hmm. it's a canoe so it actually becomes a bag of tricks versus a bag of what i tell you when i tell you but i think the santa claus's bag can fly and mary poppins bag cannot fly she needs an umbrella to fly Hmm. but the tricks pulling out of the bag is better for the mary poppins one but that one can't fly. So I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like real tied up here, guys. <laughs> Very good. This is hard. She's in the cycle. Yeah. <laughs> She's stuck in the cycle. I can't decide. And like Santa's bag, I wonder like how much can it fly? Because like it flies him up a chimney and like down from a chimney. But could he just use it instead of his sleigh? Like what does he even need the sleigh for if the if the bag can fly all over the place? Well, who would carry the reindeer? <laughs> <laughs> who would carry the reindeer? Who would carry the reindeer? 
the reindeer on his back as the bag flies them all over the world. Why did you guys notice it was green at one point? Well, that was the upgraded version of the sleigh. Yeah, it wasn't red. With the CD player, which is the cocoa and cookie dispenser. Goal is a vertical takeoff. It has a vertical takeoff. Yeah, so they didn't have to get like a running start. They just floated off and the like ground. And like apparently Charlie worked a bunch with the elves to create this magical flying yeah, I'm trying know. to live there. I'm trying to live there. At the North Pole? Yeah. Did, with you the think elves? He was like, there's not a polar bear directing traffic? <laughs> and Judy was like, mm-hmm. And Judy sounds like she makes some bomb coffee. Uh, I mean, hot chocolate. Cocoa. Hot cocoa. She probably <laughs> makes some bomb coffee too. Yeah. But this is beside the point. My vote goes for Mary Poppins bag. Because I can actually get what I want out of that bag. And I don't think I could get what I wanted out of Santa bag. <laughs> You're beholden to the Santa bag. The Santa yeah. bag is for a specific purpose. Yeah. Mary Poppins bag could be for anything. So I think they got more tricks in there. Hmm. What about you, Andre? I mean, honestly, Michelle kind of just sold it for me. Like, I was thinking about doing the the Santa bag because it could fly. Uh, mm-hmm. Mich- another one of Michelle's conundrums. <laughs> but this is a hard one. <coughs> But yeah, the the Santa bag just in my normal regular everyday life, it can't do too much for me. Like I, uh, I mean, I could be very generous and give toys to everybody I know, but does it have toys for me? Are there Andre toys in there? Well, <laughs> it's funny that you asked that because I was gonna say my vote's the Santa bag because if I'm Santa, I could give myself presents, mm. and so you only hand- one day a year. Whoa. I'm Santa. (laughs) (laughs) I decide what Christmas is. I'm going to put my hand in that bag. (laughs) And I'm going to pull out a new hair straightener because mine just broke this morning. Guess whose house he at? Santa bag? Yeah, Santa's house. You can't have Christmas every day. Didn't you see that episode of the um, Sesame Street where Elmo's like, I want it to be Christmas every day. And then it goes really bad. (laughs) We specifically voted against any Muppets. So, no. Hey, almost <laughs> nobody voted against Muppets, okay? First of all, Muppet Elmo is not won. a Muppet. Elmo's not a Muppet. He's a Sesame Street character. Elmo Actually. is made by the Henson Company, and Jim Henson this made the awkward. Muppets. Therefore, Elmo is a Muppet. But he's not on the Muppet. You should see the face he's giving her. <laughs> She's looking at me because she doesn't want to see the face that he's giving her. Sesame Street of Muppets! <laughs> so anyways, my vote was for Mary Poppins. What was yours, Mary Poppins? Yeah, I vote for Emily the Mary said Poppins. Emily said Santa Claus? Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Santa bag. Santa bag. Yeah. Because I give myself goodies. I know. <laughs> I know for a fact that with the Mary Poppins bag, I can get a spoonful of sugar to help the medicine go down. So mm. <laughs> maybe maybe the medicine? What maybe you, the Mary I'm sick right now, so <laughs> that's <laughs> no. very helpful for me. Maybe the Mary Mary Poppins bag will give me what I need. Like maybe I want milk and cookies, and if oh I'm Santa, God. I could give myself milk and cookies. But the Mary Poppins bag oh is gonna God. be like, no, no, no. Here's some celery and some peanut butter, and then I'm gonna lose. Is a that bunch what of you weight. want? Is that what you want? It's really? not what I want, but the bag's gonna give me what I need. Okay, Mama Odie. Can't always get what you want. Always <laughs> <laughs> give what you want. <laughs> oh my God! It's late, <laughs> listeners. It's uh, late. This in is the a evening. late night recording. A week night. We didn't even recording. have coffee today. <laughs> oh, that's the problem. Oh, we yeah. didn't have any coffee. Maybe that's why so, the face was so excitable. Yeah. yeah. He got up from the table. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's take. He's taking care of the baby. So yeah, we'll have to see what of. his vote is later to yeah. see we'll who is the winner of this week's battle. We'll catch him on the flip so side. So I have some fun facts about the Santa Claus. Oh, good. Fun facts. Okay, this was the craziest one. When I 
listened. Actually, I can't listen to it because I was reading it. When I read this fun fact, I was like, what? So we all know that Tim Allen played Santa Claus, a.k.a. Scott Calvin. Scott Calvin. I was going to say Josh Gorbin. <laughs> Don't know why. What? Groban? <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the right name. Uh, <laughs> who's Gorbin? I'm tired. I'm tired. Hi, I'm so Josh Gorbin. You want to listen to me sing? Nobody has. Oh, <laughs> holy night. Whoa, that's the best Christmas the song The stars ever. are rising. That's Josh Gorbin. Huh. <laughs> Plus, my grandma really wanted me to marry him, so oh. I need to back up on my future. Oh, man. Future. Could have been. <laughs> Oops. Man. See you, Louise. So Tim, <laughs> Tim Allen plays Scott Calvin. And then after, he's known for this trilogy, so the Santa Claus trilogy, but he's also known for a better trilogy. Home Improvement. Toy Story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Home Improvement trilogy. No, I feel like Toy Story. Is, Home so, Improvement 2. Tim <laughs> blows up the house. In Toy Story, he plays Buzz Lightyear. Buzz, oh, yeah. Buzz Lightyear and Scott Calvin both say the same line in the movies. Oh, they say, what lines? you are a sad, strange little man. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes, they do. But they say it in both movies. That's crazy. In Toy Story 1? Yes, that's that's and in the Santa Claus. Well, this movie has kind of a lot of nods to other things that Tim Allen's done. So I'm yeah. actually, I don't, I remember that now that you say it, but I'm not surprised because he kind of seems like a little, like he would... Throw that in there. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's, let's and, put that in. And uh, then when they were in um, Santa's workshop, there was like a nod to home improvement. He picked up a tool belt, like yes. a toy tool mm-hmm. belt, and looked at it. So like, that was like nah. a little nod to home improvement, which he I've also, never watched. So. He also did one when, the, when he was burning the turkey, and he was talking about the fact that the, like, the fire, the fire extinguisher, extinguisher yeah. needs to be like in a certain place in the house. Yeah. yeah. That was also very Tim the Tool Man A nod to mm-hmm. that. So I thought that was interesting. It makes sense that the that the Toy Story line is in there because I assume that he was recording lines for Toy Story while he was doing this movie since Toy Story came out in 95 and this movie came out in He was probably like, 94. so <laughs> let's just throw this one and in there. That works out. One in there. He was probably doing both. Y'all figure this time. out next year. Check <laughs> it out. So there is also a hidden Mickey in this movie. Shut what? Up. Which Shut I didn't up. see, and I wish I would have. Shut up. There's a hidden Shut Mickey. Shut up. Where? <laughs> I didn't know this. When oh Scott and his son ride the sleigh through the sky. Hiding silhouettes of Mickey's iconic head have been a long-held practice in Disney production. So when they're um, riding through the sky, which there's time? A, a hidden Mickey <laughs> in the moon. Oh! Oh! I don't know which time. It doesn't say which time. Now I'm going to have to go back and watch it. So there's a hidden Mickey Turn in the, the moon, back on. which is very cool. Um, That's also, really cool. fun fact, um, Chevy Chase was offered the lead role. Yeah, I heard a lot of actors were, were offered this role. Tim Allen. Chevy Chase, oh, Bill Murray... Um, no, Bill Murray would have been funny. Right? It would have been great. Yeah, the role was originally written for Bill Murray. Uh, yeah, I, I heard that. Um, and this was Tim Allen's first leading movie role. So oh. he he was probably like the, one of the last choices. To Which, you know, it's funny, though, because when I watch it, I feel like he did. He owned this role so well. Yeah, he did very well. Um, that it doesn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. But, it, but it's so funny because when you look at him, man, he looks young right so young i said that too a while ago but we've been watching andre and i have been watching these older movies lately so it started with we watched (laughs) the santa claus audrey i'm like who's audrey (laughs) Andre. (laughs) uh we watched the santa claus on monday and i said the same thing i was like wow tim allen looks so young Mm -hmm. and then this guy over here made me watch batman returns last night which is the tim burton one yes man totally tim burton but it has uh michael keaton and who is the 
Danny DeVito? No. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Ah. And the, really the only Walk thing I ever... In a winter wonderland. And now every time I see Christopher Walken, all I can think of is the giant monkey from the live-action Jungle Book. Because oh he God. played him. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah, and he so when King I Louis. saw them, I was like, oh my gosh, they look so young. And even Michael Keaton, he's now the the Birdman in the yeah, Spider-Man movie. Uh-huh. The Vulture. So yes. that's a little off topic, but... <laughs> <laughs> we're getting old, guys, I guess. Yeah, people from no, these 90s movies. Oh, yeah, they're getting old. old. Yeah, we're, they're getting we're old. in the we're prime. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> we're fine. So, um, oh, Lord. another thing that I wanted to talk about is I remember as a kid watching this movie, and now that I look back on it, I don't know why this was a thing, but I had a really big crush on Bernard, the <laughs> elf. <laughs> 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 I did. I remember as a kid being like, Bernard's so cool. Um, he's not that cool, guys. Ooh, did you think he was cool or did you think he was good looking? I, th- I thought he was cool. Okay, he's very okay. I could see where he was cool because he's got. I that, didn't like, think he was like good uh, looking, but like it's whatever, Santa. Like he's like a right. young guy. He's about Tiana's to an adult. dad. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my. God. But like, I thought you meant like you thought he was really cute or something because no. Super hot. And uh, also, I didn't know that the elves were old. I like <laughs> forgot that. I thought they were just children. They were just kids. And then when they, Judy was like. I've been perfecting this hot cocoa recipe for 8,000 years or something like that. I was like, what? She was around when, you know, Kita got lost on right. the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're homies. No, it's it's good that they're not kids because otherwise this whole Christmas operation would have been a child labor nightmare. Disputes <laughs> and very creepy. So many lawsuits. Issues. So many lawsuits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so and then my last funny thing, which it's not really a fun fact, but it was just something funny from the movie. So when um, Scott Calvin is reading Charlie the night before Christmas, I almost said the nightmare before Christmas, Mm -hmm. the night before Christmas, and he said there rose such a clatter. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what's a rose truck a clatter? Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's like, that's not a thing. It's rose (laughs) such a clatter. He's like, what's rose truck a clatter? And then when the... The ladder comes yes. up for him to get on the roof after Santa Claus dies. It's a Rose Chucka Ladder Company. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny because oh. I didn't get it at first because you don't see the ladder. And Charlie's like, the ladder. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, what, what ladder? ladder? What, what do you mean the ladder? Yeah. And then I thought, like, I totally missed something. You know, and then the la- Rose Chucka Ladder. <laughs> oh. We had the subtitles on, so I knew as soon as the ladder showed up, I was like, oh, my God, it's the Rose Chucka Ladder. Because <laughs> so, I, I was like, what? What is this? And I was like, where are they going with this? But Rose Chucka Ladder. That's hilarious. Rose That's too clatter. funny. So funny. Okay. I want to change the subject a little bit. Obviously, this is still Santa Claus related, mm-hmm. but it's funny because I was thinking to myself the whole time, like, I mean, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but is it a personality change when you become Santa Claus or do you have to like learn to be Santa? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to do some research about like the movie and how, you know, Tim Allen got in the role. Yeah, no, there's none of that. But <laughs> you know what I did find? The Calgary school that trains professional Santas and Mrs. Clauses. What? What? That's this a is, thing. This the is Calgary school that of trains <laughs> professional Santas and Mrs. Clauses. This okay. is Santa school. In real life, people, oh, no. are you ready for this? About two dozen pupils seated at tables set up in a horseshoe shape at a suburban community center on a sunny October morning. Oh, my God. The hall is decked with tinsel and festive tchotchkes. Tinsel. <laughs> tinsel. Up front, there's a spread of butter tart shortbread cookies, chocolate Santas, oh. and Tim Horton's coffee. A oh. diffuser sends a nutmeg-scented vapor into the air. Michelle's eyes are so <laughs> big right now. <laughs> Michelle's like, how do I get in this? Seriously? Are you ready? This is what it says. 
beard care, voice training, and improv among topics that are covered. Beard care. Oh my gosh, Andre, this is how you're gonna make it big in comedy. What? I'm gonna be a Santa? Yeah. Oh, I, I thought you were just gonna be yourself. Uh, yeah. I, I said improv. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. My favorite thing though is that one of the the, the lady who runs this this tchotchke Santa. Mm-hmm is like a professional for like 30 years and she literally was quoted, I don't want cookie cutter Santas. She <laughs> says in her opening presentation, no I intended. want you to be like snowflakes. Oh. Oh my god. Every Santa is a, their own special Santa. You're not all going to have big booming voices and that's okay. Don't have voice envy, beard envy, or tummy envy. <laughs> Oh, my God. Somewhere out there, there's a skinny little weak-voiced Santa. With no beard. With no beard, and he's just doing his best. He's like, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Well, if you guys had chosen my movie, I'll Be Home for Christmas, you would know that there's a scene where um, um, the main guy, he's trying to be Santa Claus, and he puts on the beard, and then he goes in the bathroom, and there's this little kid, and he's like, hey, tell me how this sounds. And the kid's like, okay, whatever. And he's like, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. (laughs) Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. (laughs) Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. And he, like, does a bunch of impressions, and the kid's like, the first one's good for, like, little kids like my sister. The second one's good for big kids, you know, like me. And the third one's good if you want to see children run away screaming to their mothers. <laughs> and he's off. okay, thanks, good. And he's like, whatever, Santa. And he just walks out well, of the there bathroom. You go. That guy should have went to the Calgary school for, <laughs> for Santas. <laughs> That's what it reminded so, me of. So, yeah, Tim Allen didn't go to this, but I thought that it would be very, you know, interesting. Go. If anyone was interested, you can, too, go to a suburban community center and have. You can do it. Oh my god. <laughs> At Western Careers and a college. <laughs> you can do it. Oh my god. All right. All right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> they also train uh, Mrs. Clauses there as well, oh, Michelle. Perfect. So if you would like to uh, Because I'm trying apply. to uh, What did they say a, a nutmeg scented <laughs> Dif- oil diffuser? Oil Sounds diffuser. good to me. Man, this place is fancy. Like scentsy. Well, not well, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> not really, not at all. Oh actually, my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, also, okay. So there's not really any songs in this movie. It's again one of those that doesn't really have any songs. Uh, not a but musical. What was that credit song? It was R and B. Oh That's my right. God. I thought there's we were gonna get away with from it, and it shows up to be an R and B. I was, I was, I was convinced. I'm oh, sorry. I was convinced as soon as the uh, as soon as the credits started to roll. It started playing like Christmas music. I was like, "Oh man, there's no R&B credit song." And then the, the beat dropped. Beat. <laughs> yeah, it was all. <laughs> and it's it a '90s movie. You're almost like I 100% mean, guaranteed it's to R&B. have an R&B yeah, credit song. That's yeah. that's very true. But I was it's funny. I was excited nonetheless. Um, uh, Luis, we need your vote. We had two votes for Mary Poppins bag and one for the Santa Claus bag. Oh yeah, that's right. We need your vote. What do you choose in the battle of bags? Well, in the Battle of Bags, I want to say Santa Claus's bag. <gasps> Santa Claus's bag. And only because Hi. Santa Claus's bag is, um, it adapts to every single person on right. Earth. Mm. Which is cool. And the Mary Poppins bag only seemed to adapt to what she needed. Yeah. And the that's Mary Poppins why, bag that's is why I want Mary Poppins bag. Yeah, because the Mary it's Poppins bag me. is a little bit more it's not selfish. not about all the children of the world. It's not about all the children of the world. 
Let's just say that you may be the only exception to the not turning jolly if you're inherited. The you never know. We'll see what our listeners say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With that statement, forget. you wouldn't be. Oh, but no, um, in all due honesty, really, the bag is awesome. The only downside to the bag is that it's only giving gifts. And Mary Poppins' bag gives her whatever she needs at the time. At the time, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Which I mean, if at the gifts. time, yeah, it could be gifts, but at the time, if she needs some kind of medicine, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, there it is, Mary Poppins' bag. But you know, you gotta, you're riding, you know, the sleigh with Santa, and you know, uh, Blitzen decides to go turbo on you and <laughs> goes a million miles an turbo. hour to, um, turbo. to uh, Comet would go turbo, um, zero, um, you know zero gravity right and you're puking and you need some you know um tums or something some reindeer tums yeah no christmas bag ain't doing it christmas bag's just gonna get you a little teddy bear you know or a band-aid and you know see emily's argument was that the christmas bag could get her whatever she wanted but i don't think it can well yes whatever she wanted for christmas Christmas. that's what i said yeah christmas can't be every day right she said that christmas can be every day because she's in that scenario. Because she's, she's Santa, Santa. so. Mm. Well, I mean, if she is Santa, Christmas is every day. That's true. You know, it's uh, 365 right. days a year. Every so often, you know, 366 days a year. Christmas in July years, situation. You know? Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm still going to stick with, you know, Santa's bag because it adapts to what every single person on Earth wants. And mm. that you can't say the same about Mary Poppins' bag. That's true. That's very true. Very true. So we had a tie this week. Yeah. Second one? Two and two, right? Yep, two I think and we've two. had a second tie before. Yeah, I think we've had a tie before. Oh, man. Listeners, let's do tiebreaker. Oh, by the way. I can't remember. Yes. This is not in my top five. So that oh. one spot not is still reserved, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. And you know what? That spot is saved for the little mermaid, and you know it. That's for your top five. Oh, it's for We're sure in my top five. top five. I know. I'm saying it's in his top five, too. He just oh. doesn't know it yet. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. That's the way to watch it. Oh, no. I know it. To the bottom of my core. Oh. It's not. Kenny <laughs> 11. <laughs> <laughs> he knows his top, uh, he knows who his top five is. He's, he's a vindicated man. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see who at his last spot racks in. Yeah. Speaking of top know. five, I guess it's time for our ratings. Should we do our ratings? Yeah. Go for it, babe. Okay. Um... Let me think here for a minute. I I, I spoke too soon. I, I'm not ready for the ratings. Um, I think for this movie, um, it has a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Just so you guys are. Oh, aware. that's actually not bad. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. And I think. What about IMDb? IMDb it has a 6.4 out of 10. So you know. There, so what this there are some IMDb mixed is less than Atlantis was. Atlantis was 6.9. Yeah, that's true. Interesting. Um, and I think I read somewhere that um, this movie made a bunch of money when it came out at the time, like um, $189 million worldwide. Or it was like that. extremely popular. So it was, a, it was a box office hit, and, you know, it's a Christmas movie, so all Christmas movies, they do well most of the time after. Because they usually don't have that much competition, right? Right. It's like the one Christmas movie of the year. Yeah, and if it's good, then they'll yeah. play it on TV forever and ever. And I'm sure it came out during Christmas time as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It as well. And so it's a classic 90s movie for sure. Yeah. So that being said, um, just based on my own enjoyment of this movie while I was watching it, um, it's got a lot of good stuff in it. It's got a good uh, moral story, which I always like. And it has a lot, a lot of jokes, a lot of uh, Tim Allen jokes that were 
uh, admittedly, very funny most most of the time. Most of his jokes were, were pretty solid. Um, so I think in terms of ratings, I'm going to give this a solid 8, an 8.0. This is a good movie. I enjoyed it. I probably will watch it again. But uh, it's not like my favorite Christmas movie or anything like that, I don't think. That's a pretty good rating. Um, I'm actually going to rate it the same, an 8. I think it's a solid 8. Two eights. And um, as much as I said I don't like Neil, I think he was actually funny that he <laughs> wanted a weenie whistle. Just saying. A weenie whistle. Weenie whistle. So there was a lot of like little attention to details like that, or when Judy was like, sorry, I'm dating somebody and rapping. <laughs> like things yeah. like that, where there's all these a little attention to details. The one-liner, so it had really good comedy. Tim Allen mm-hmm. was very comical. It was a solid story. It made you like have a little heartwarming moments at the end. Um, and it's a classic. Like I mean, I grew up on this movie, so a solid eight. Plus, it's got all those milk and cookies. All hashtag always snacking. Hashtag always snacking. But like you said, not my favorite Christmas movie, but solid eight for sure. It's a very good Christmas movie. What about you, Lou? Um. It's a great movie. I really, really liked it. Um, However, for some odd reason, I really can't give you any valid explanation. Maybe it's because it might have been too short to me. Yeah. But I'm going to give it maybe about a 7.5. Yeah. And it, it like, uh, again, this may sound weird. (laughs) I can't justify why I'm giving it a 7.5. All I can tell you is that. I think it could possibly be because of the fact that I thought it was too short. Hmm. And there were some questions that I had, like, you know, um, where the heck is Rudolph? <laughs> right. I'm not sure no, if that was brought no up. Oh, Rudolph, my gosh, I didn't even think about that. You know, but then, you know, I kind of think about the story of Rudolph, and Rudolph was only used when it was very foggy. Sure. True. So, that was pretty you know, clear oh, Christmas. Uh, but that was one thing. And then um, <clears throat> second thing is... When you put on the suit, you become jolly no matter what. End of story. 7.5. Done. <laughs> Whatever. So, um, Miss Emily is taking care of the babies. So, so I went and asked her what her rating is. Her rating said it is a solid nine Ooh. for a Christmas movie. Oh. Like, if it's a, if we're only taking Christmas movies into consideration, this movie is a solid nine. Okay. But for a movie, a just a movie in general, she is scoring it an eight. Oh, okay. So, so we scores. really weren't far off from each other. Yeah. No. We all basically so you gave it the same rating. Louise, I think you rated Atlantis higher than this movie. Heck yeah. And all of us <laughs> rated this movie higher than Atlantis. Well, it just happens. Yeah. And like I said, the, two the only movies. explanation I can give for a 7.5 is just I thought it was a little too short. Yeah, they they like um the the montage scene where he's like becoming Santa. He's like getting fatter and he's hanging out with all the kids and stuff like that. Like that that went by pretty fast. Like the eleven months that he was getting his affairs in order or whatever. Yeah, I wanted more of that funniness. It like jumps and it's immediately almost Christmas again. It's like oh wow, that was really fast. I want to say the scene where the boys like, come on, Dad, let's deliver these presents. Mm That just seemed to go a little too fast for me. It's like... Right. It, it, I mean, not to say that there's a proper speed to get into yeah. when you're going to be delivering presents to the entire world, but it just seemed to me like he was... He jumped on it way too soon. Yeah. And I think that may also be because usually Disney movies, I will say, typically run about an hour and a half. If we're just going to say, like, 90 minutes is a typical 
average Disney movie length. Mm -hmm. But that's more for like animation. And this was a live action. So maybe it needed to be a little bit longer for you to connect with those characters more. Sure. Versus when it's a cartoon and everything can move so fast and it's fine because it's like a fantasy world. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's that's very possible. Although I'm sure there's a longer cut of this movie out there that probably isn't as good. Watches, you know, why they didn't necessarily release it. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? You'd be surprised. Extended versions of movie are usually pretty good. I remember in college I saw um, we, me and my roommate saw the extended versions of each of Lord of the Rings. Mm. Oh, well, so yes. So it went those from are being like, you know, two and a half, mm. three and a half hours those to are almost six-hour movies. And yeah. I'm telling you, it was well amazing. worth the uh, 18 hours we spent. <laughs> I had never watched Lord of the Rings until I met Andre, and he just made me watch them a few months ago, and we watched the extended versions. And holy moly, that was The ones that were amazing. like four hours. Oh, yeah. 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 Like four hours. Awesome. It was amazing. Yeah. We had so much fun. It's I'll, good stuff. I went through a phase where all I wanted to do was watch the extended versions of movies. Yeah. The oh, one yeah. that was kind of rough and dry and you just had to like go over the cross line or finish line was uh, The Kingdom. Oh, I never saw that movie. Yeah, it was a you know, battle for Jerusalem. But again, yeah. that's a whole other story for As us. As you can tell, we Different have a lot of, of fandom love. I think yeah. we've made Lord of the Rings references, Harry Potter references, um, Emily made some what's what's the blue TARDIS thing? What show is <laughs> Doctor that? Who? Doctor Who. I don't Goodness watch Doctor gracious. Who. Everyone else in this podcast does except for me. Um, Game of Thrones, DC. Yeah. We love stuff. We love everything. So you know, we love lots of things, but we really love Disney. <laughs> That's right. What we all love is Disney. So so um, thanks for voting on this movie. We really enjoyed yes. watching the Santa Claus. And we will have more. Uh, we'll have more voting opportunities for for you guys out there. Yeah. So look out next week. You'll see what movie you'll be able to vote on for the month of January. Yeah. So check it out. Keep it locked. Um. You, we are at the Walt Vault Pod on all social media. So we're Twitter, Facebook. Instagram is where it's all happening. You can uh, go to our website, thewaltvaultpod.com, uh, leave a comment, uh, email us. We'll read your email on the air. I have yet to receive any emails. I feel very lonely and sad about it, so please leave me an email so I feel cheery for the holidays. Um, Put on the suit. You'll be jolly. I got to kill a, a, a man who get, delivers presents first. Awkward. I think. Yeah, unfortunately. So I'm not going to do that. Um also, don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. We really appreciate that because it helps other people find the show. And what we want to become is uh, worldwide, the worldwide Walt Vault podcast. Um, leave us a review, a rating, uh, subscribe. All of that helps us out. Um, and uh, I think that's about it. If, uh, oh, you can also subscribe on YouTube. I, I put all the episodes up on YouTube that's your third so this is the end of the podcast uh, until next time the vault is now closed Tinsel.